Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What If Project podcast. I am your co-host, Rain. And I am your co-host, Tracy. And we are jumping into a series of experiments headfirst, knowing that we have a whole lot to learn, but trusting in ourselves and each other to figure it out along the way. Tracy is my BFF. She is my partner in chaos. And she is my check to our balances. Tracy is the cool to my aid. <laughs> and she is the trapper to my keeper. I love it. All right. So thank you for listening to us as we design and grow our passive income streams while still mom and hard and slaying our nine to five careers. On the What If Project podcast, we promise to talk about it all, the good, the bad, and the messy as we build the passive income lifestyle of our dreams. So Tracy, it is... What is today? It's Monday afternoon. Yes, it is Monday. And the it's last still Monday. It's I know I'm surprised I even know what day of the week it is. And the last time we recorded was a Tuesday. So we're at a six day interval this time because we are trying to back it up to give ourselves a little more space as we record and edit and produce and release and all those things. So the intention was we were gonna do this Saturday morning and I let Tracy know Friday afternoon that I had gotten my schedule mixed up. And so I was actually out of town all weekend. So we did push it, but it is Monday afternoon and we have gotten a lot done in the last six days. Can I just stop you and say, you can't say push it without me wanting to think of some salt (sighs) and pepper. Ah, Push it. Yes, pushed it real good. So she pushed it real good all the way to Monday. It was all good. And, and I got you to sing, which was really my secret intention of the whole thing. Because <laughs> I knew at some point you were going to break down and just bust into song. So mission accomplished. Good job. But we have, we have gotten a lot done, but it has come at a bit of a cost to us. So one of the things that we have been dealing with a little bit this last few weeks, really, if we want to be honest, basically since we hit the play button and we have been full steam ahead but it's just trying to figure out how we're going to balance all of the things that we're doing while still staying super committed um, to building the business that we're trying to build in the ways that we're trying to build it so what's your experience been like tracy well do you remember last week when we said um that we could just go ahead and get everybody's season passes on for for the hot (laughs) hot mess express (laughs) i do i do remember the hot mess express in some ways i feel like that's a bit of the experience but it's a little bit of a hot mess express but at the same exact time we have put a lot of to-dos on our to-do list Mm -hmm. we are checking off those to do's on the to do list uh, at a very rapid rate. Yeah. However, at the same exact time, life is happening sometimes in the background and sometimes in the foreground, which, you know, looked to me like um, week before last was getting ready to go on vacation. I guess it's two week before before last getting ready to go on vacation, which is always a lot of work. Anytime you go out of town or going to be gone from your desk or your life, you have to do a lot of uh, work up front. Can I, I get all the moms to raise their hand and give me an amen? Because <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about. Yes, amen. It, is, it is a lot of work. And so there was that and then being out of town and whew, running hard fast every day. And then 
coming back and playing catch up. So then at the same time, trying and then often failing to meet some deadlines that I had set for myself and ourselves. So that was um, a bit of a <laughs> come to Jesus moment, which Rain and I had on Friday night. We had a, a bit of a come to Jesus moment with each other, which now I, I really appreciate that we could be honest with each other where we were and then give a really hard look and understand that there's obviously sacrifices that get made when you're trying to accomplish some really serious goals. And then also realizing I'm not superwoman all the time and trying to be really realistic about the goals that are set and really honest about that and realizing that there is a certain pace that I can have that's sustainable. And then there's a certain pace that I can have that is not sustainable and to making, right. making sure to clarify the difference. And so the pace at which Rain and I have been working and Rain did pull some heavy weight while I was out of town and even and even since, but when jumping in full steam, there is, there's a point that I think you could run out of steam easily. At least I can, and being aware of that, it takes a lot of work. I want everybody listening to realize it is not, it's not for the faint of heart. And one of the things we could do this at a slower pace, that is definitely an option. Mm -hmm. We, we a hundred percent could, and we may need to at some point in time, but realizing there's a lot of work to load in on the front and that the payoff for that in the end will be really great. Some of these things, once they're done, they're done. You don't have to keep go back and redoing them, like setting up your business bank account. Like you don't have to go back and do that again. It's finished. How about you? Yes. <laughs> That's my short answer. My short answer is yes. No, totally. You're right. I really appreciate the fact that, that we can have a clear and open conversation. And I do appreciate the fact that we have the kind of relationship that is built on honesty where we can say things to each other in love because you called me out too i have a tendency to be really hard on myself but i'm also really hard on the people who are around me i don't always do it in a fair way i'm not always very compassionate like i hold myself to very high standards and i hold the people around me to very high standards and i will tell you that you were like rain you hit you you got to dial it back a little bit and you're totally right and i appreciate you saying that to me i'm gonna go off on a little tangent i feel like we're gonna have a part of the episode every single time where somebody knocks on your door it should be like at mr rogers neighborhood where like they knock on the door and you don't know who's coming and then like somebody oh, pops in somebody's at the door i wonder <laughs> who that could be is it the little sweetie yes i don't know i don't even know what she wants i think she just wanted to knock on the door <laughs> she left. she's like oh never mind it's a run by knocking i real. i forgot to put my note up i do have a note oh no she's back can i help you then find something to eat there's plenty <laughs> go eat a hot dog bun or something you're fine Oh my gosh. I, every time Will always laughs about, he can, he'll he never forget that story of when Ellie thought she was eating cheese out of your refrigerator and she was like, <laughs> this is great cheese. And you were like, what are you talking about? We don't even have any cheese. And she was eating those pats, like those little like squares of butter. And she was like, this is so good. <laughs> but it's all, <laughs> I'm sure it was very rich and delicious. <<laughs> but it just makes me laugh. I like butter too. I, oh, yummy too, for sure. Yummy. 
But anyway, I just, I appreciate it because I did need a check. I get very tunnel vision-y and I just think, okay, like we have to go, go, go. And if it doesn't get done right now, I have, I do suffer from some catastrophic thinking sometimes like the world, like the sky is falling, you know? And I think too, I've felt some pressure and some urgency because a lot of what we're doing right now, especially in the Etsy store, it is time sensitive. You mentioned that last time evergreen is another term that we have discussed or at least thrown out there. These products that we're doing that we will talk about a little bit later are very time sensitive just as far as people being interested in them, people looking for them, people even caring about them, trying to plan for their events. And I think there will be like a last minute surge. But anyway, so yes, balance has been has been a little difficult for me too. But I really, I honestly do feel better today probably because we've got some of the big stuff established now and now we're just rolling with it tracy has done it all tracy has done all of the etsying i literally have looked at it and been like oh that looks great (laughs) etsy looks amazing i can't wait to figure out how to use it because i i know nothing about it other than i did favorite the store so it's one of my favorites but you know what i think we need to talk about too tracy is who's listening to our podcast Because one of the strategies that I've heard other podcasters say works for them is that they come up with this like listener persona in their mind. So who's the listener in your mind? I'm listening. (laughs) So Tracy, we will talk to Tracy, the podcast host, and we'll talk about Tracy. We'll need a different name for her. Yeah. And other business setups, business realms, we, you have a, a target audience a profile persona of of the person that you were trying to target with your product or service. And it's so important to know who that person is and be as detailed about that person as possible. And so Rain and I have thought about this, but we've never actually sat down and fully described that person. So I think it would be really fun right now just to hash that out and give this person a a name and and who they are and what they do. So I definitely think it's a female. It is definitely a, she identifies as a she. I think she is a mom. Mm -hmm. And if I had to guess her age, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say she's 38. Okay. So she's a little younger than us. I like it. So this is the way I decided I was going to name my listener persona. So I went to one of those baby name registries where you can (laughs) look and see the most popular names for a certain period of time. And I actually looked at 77, 78, and 79. So that would put this person a couple years older than the 38 mark. Okay. And so the top four names, so the top name all three years was Jennifer. I was I was going to say, can I guess? Because I feel like Jessica and Jennifer would definitely be on that list. So Jessica and Jennifer are on that list all three years within scope. And then there is an Amy who shows up twice and an Amanda who shows up once and then Melissa. Okay, so we have some very close Jennifers, right? I mean, you have a very, very close Jennifer. Very close. My sister is Jennifer. Yes. And then I I bandied about with the idea of Jessica, but when, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but when I was like in first grade, I was pretty committed to changing my name and Jessica was the name that I chose. And I tried for like a week to get everyone to address me as Jessica and it didn't go well. Like no one would do it. 
And so I sort of have, I have some trauma associated, like some personal trauma associated. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm going to start calling you Jessica every once in a while. Call call me Jess. I thought of Jessica and maybe you'll know which Jessica I'm thinking of. I won't say her last name, Mm -hmm. but there were so many Jessicas in our grade Mm -hmm. that she changed hers to J-E-S-I-K-A-H. Do you remember that? I, you know what? I do remember that. Now, was that an official change or was that just a, I mean, like, it was official, like that's what she put on all her stuff, but I don't think she like changed it with the, her social security number or anything, but, gotcha. but yeah. I do. I totally yeah. remember that. I, it's funny. in my yearbook. I, I saw no it. No way. It is. It is. <laughs> so Jessica with a KH, we remember. Yes. If you're listening, we, we got you girl. So, and Amy and Amanda, I'm not like totally committed to. So I landed on Melissa and I'll tell you why. Because I do know some Melissa's personally, none of which are like super close to me, but they, all the Melissa's I know seem to have their lives together. Totally. Like they've got kids whose like hair, they've got like the bows in their hair and like their (laughs) Christmas cards are on time and everyone is like, They do Christmas cards? Yes, I'm telling you, girl. Like, these Melissas have got it going on. They got their crap together. They do. And so I feel like Melissa would be really interested in, and I feel like she's probably, she's probably sold maybe Scentsy or or 31, like the bags or something. All of those very organizational, home-oriented products that, like, make a difference. But I don't sell because I just, I don't think I'm much of a salesperson. No, I don't know. Do you consider yourself a salesperson? I am told by other people that I am and that I'm very good at it, but I hate it and don't want to do it. (laughs) Okay. See, that's how I don't, I'm happy to talk to you about something. And I obviously I believe in what we're doing and, and what we're doing involves sales, but I have no interest in being a salesperson. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know how we're going to reconcile that in our lives but i maybe it'll just fly off the shelves and we won't have to do any work that would be idyllic yes that's a solid game plan let's (laughs) like make that happen so anyway so i've landed on melissa because everything i know about all the melissas i know i just i've always admired from a distance and thought man if i could get myself as organized as her that would just be amazing i would i would love everything about it so i melissa is my vote i second that based on the the suggestions that you threw out because i have a close amanda who i adore and in middle school i had a really close friend named amanda as well and then i have a really close amy friend who and all fit in that same in those years that you threw out there, mm-hmm. really super close. So I, <laughs> that's the funny part. So yeah, I would say Melissa, I love Melissa as well. I love that she has already dabbled in some kind of biz side business. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that wasn't her like full-time gig in her persona. Like no, she being did. a mom usually. Okay. So she was, she's been a full-time mom and then she's tried some, some business on the side. I like the 31. Mm-hmm. I can really dig mm-hmm. the 31. I love they all 31. match. And I, I feel have... like her kids are like super like matchy. And I feel like the 31 mm-hmm. like fits perfectly right in that space. Yes. And so the Melissa's that I know have done like some like income stuff too, but like most of them are 
mom sort of first. So their income stuff generally revolves around that. Okay. Or maybe real estate. So just moving forward, we can just be like, what does Melissa think? Or what would Melissa do? Or do you think Melissa knows? Melissa probably does do some real estate. I feel like she does. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something she does. It's something she can float back and forth from. Mm -hmm. She can still earn a living. She can still have an income. But if there are a year or months that she needs to be more devoted to her family, then she can. And she has that flexibility. But she's looking to exit that strategy because it does require her to be super available to clients as a real estate agent. And she has this experience from selling the 31 products. And she's she's looking to do something different. She doesn't really know what that is yet, but she's looking. Mm-hmm. Preferably probably something passive that she doesn't have to be at the whims of other people. Correct. I, I think all of that about Melissa as well. Melissa, so we is love it you. Melissa? It is Melissa. (laughs) All right. Yay. Welcome, Melissa. Welcome to episode three of the What If Project podcast. You're the star of the show. We can't wait to. You are the star of the show. All right. So it brings us to our experimental details. So in true Brain and Tracy fashion, we can't just have a regular outline. (laughs) We have to have a thematic outline. So in our scientific experiment, because that's this whole thing is an experiment. We are learning as we go. We are figuring it out. It is truly an experiment and we are experimenting with our lives. No, just kidding. We're experimenting with these passive income (laughs) ideas. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding actually, but, but it's all good because this is the life we want to build We're we are working to build the life of our dreams. I think rain said that at the top of the show and this is the way to get there. So in in the experiment, we have two different sections. We have our business development where we can talk about anything in in this section that is to do with actually like getting the business off the ground itself, the the nitty gritty details behind the scenes. And then we will transition Mm -hmm. over and talk about our tech, which is really our word for saying the the things that keep continuing to drive the momentum forward is going to be in our tech details. So in our business development section segment, let's call it our business development segment, Mm -hmm. we realized that last week in our podcast, actually Rain brought it to this, uh, my attention. I re-listened to the entire episode, but did not catch it. And she said, Tracy, we were throwing out some acronyms left and right, but we were not fully explaining those. And I can be the first one to say, I am so sorry. I really don't like it when people do that. So we apologize that we mm-hmm. didn't do that. And I'm just going to quickly go over a few of those because they were in that kind of business development segment. So we talked about an EIN and an EIN is the your employee employer identification number and it's issued to you from the IRS. And that's what you'll need when you go set up your business bank account. You'll need it for some other things as well when you go do your taxes. For our purposes, immediately we needed it to go set up our business bank account. And I think that's why we had mentioned it last week. We also talked, well, this was this was not an acronym, but we had tried to find the name of something we were trying to describe and we were not coming up with it. Rain was talking about the a word that defines when you can get music 
and that is no longer under like copyright law. And I thought it was royalty free. And it's that was not the word she was looking for. She, and that word was rain. What, what was it? Technically, it is still royalty free. But what I was trying to think of was public domain, if it's in the public domain. And this is if you're if you're looking for artwork, if you're looking for music, if you're looking for words like text of some sort, once things are in the public domain, you can use them freely. I believe you can use them without attribute even, and you can distribute them whether personally or commercially for basically whatever it is you're doing because nobody really controls them anymore or owns them. So they're fair game. They're public domain. There's a few other abbreviations that we had, which we'll save those and talk about those later. So Rain and I met on Wednesday night. So we recorded last week on Tuesday. Then we had our normal Wednesday night get together where we normally have dinner and we hang out. And then here lately, we have not done as much hanging out as we have done working, which we definitely decided today. Mm -hmm. We really hadn't spent much spent much time in our face-to-face time like just connecting like we're normally when we get together we will spend you know well how was your day and normally one of us will be like oh let me tell you like that sort of thing (laughs) so we we get to vent with each other and and then we get to like celebrate and and because we've been so focused on the what if project we hadn't really done a whole lot of that and what we found was that we were both missing each other even though we have spent a lot of time together And we've been texting back and forth and talking, but we really hadn't connected in that way, which is so special. So that was definitely an element we're going to add back into our our talking points. And when we get together, we're going to connect on a deeper level than just what if. And I think part of where we were at the end of last week was probably some of it is because we we hadn't done that as well. Mm -hmm. We hadn't done a great job of creating that balance, that, that personal, our personal lives, our personal connection, our, our friendship. And it was just a little baby hiccup. So not a big deal, Mm -hmm. but now that we know about it, we can do something about it. Yeah. I don't know that I would even characterize it as a disagreement. It was just like not seeing eye to eye on something as much as anything else. Okay. So that, that puts us back at last Wednesday, we went to this little eatery we like to go to and we flushed out some of the things that we really needed to do. And I'm so glad that we had that written down. And not only did we have it written down, but then we took the time and we made assignments. So I put a little R by the things Rain was going to do in the T or T and R, just depending on what it was. And when I look back at this, it is amazing to me what we have accomplished in less than a week. I mean, because mm-hmm. this was Wednesday night that we did mm-hmm. this. Rain has completely produced episode two, which then went live. We got our NC tax ID. We have gotten Linktree started and installed on our Instagram account. We were able to get the Descript and a Captivate affiliate links, which we'll talk about a little bit more affiliates later. Both of us got our Thanksgiving printables completely edited. We wrote the instructions for those. We got the prices set for those. We got artwork done for all of the Etsy stuff. We got the Etsy shop completely all the way open, which we'll talk about again. We got our PayPal set up. Rain started us a a palabras, <laughs> palabras, <laughs> palabras spreadsheet. Palabras. That's code for pass and then space mm. and then word. No, I'm just kidding. It's just word, but mm. <laughs> so we have we 
We have a password spreadsheet. We, I think we talked about that last time as well. And we started a business bank account. And that was actually Wednesday afternoon that we did that. So all of that mm -hmm. has been done since Wednesday afternoon. There is literally one item that's left unchecked on my to-do list. The other thing we did on Wednesday night was we created an episode calendar. We realized we weren't giving ourselves, and when I say we, I mean we, Rain, because she up to this point has produced all of our podcast episodes. Thank you so much. <laughs> I feel like I'm in for a really rude awakening coming up next episode. I'm a little bit nervous. It's coming, it's girl. My, it's my turn. But what that did, we realized we needed a little bit more space between recording podcasts and publishing podcasts. So we needed to set a schedule and we also wanted to be completely off and not have to do any recording the week between Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to build in an extra recording before then so we would have that episode to, to release the week after Christmas. So we have a, a plan, a calendar all the way through Dun, dun, dun. episode 10 which will release on january 13th that episode is 10. that is really crazy to me to think because it's not that far away and no. we we've got the content to support it like we this is legitimate i'm so excited <laughs> and what what you guys don't know is that early on rain and when i say early i just want to remind everybody we only started really talking about this on august 11th so Today mm -hmm. is November 22nd. So we only mm -hmm. started talking about this on August 11th. So twice in listening to Bootcamp and a podcast, we have heard this concept of basically most podcasts don't really make it past like episode six or seven. And if you mm -hmm. can get past that and get your content planned out and get to that point, you have beat the odds, you have overcome the curve. So the fact mm -hmm. that we have to episode 10 planned is huge. And the fact that we're talking about it, which means we're creating accountability with everyone who's listening mm -hmm. is huge because now, and again, in true Rain and Tracy fashion, we will move heaven and earth to make that happen <laughs> because we said that we would. Yes, you're right. Kathy Heller calls it pod fade. I don't know if that's like the actual term in the industry, in the biz, I'm not sure, but pod fade. I think that brings us up to speed with the biz development. Are we ready to move on to our tech talk? Yes. Maybe one day we'll get invited to do a TED talk. Like how cool would that be? That would be awesome. I would love that. That would be yeah. like, I would really like that too. Do you listen to TED talks a lot? I, not a lot, but I really do like them. Mm-hmm a lot. I, I mean, I like them a lot. TED, it's like technology education and something, right? Like TED is also an acronym. Yes, but I don't know what it stands for. Okay. I don't either. Maybe we'll look that up for next time. Maybe TED and Melissa are married. I could see that. TED and Melissa, they that sounds like a strong couple. They're a power couple. Mm-hmm, for sure. They're very pretty. Mm -hmm. They are pretty people. All right. So last week we rambled off the letters RSS and we did not give any explanation of what RSS is. So Rain, can you explain that to us a little bit and what that means to us and what we did with said RSS? Yes. So RSS as an acronym, it means really simple syndication or RDF site summary. Neither 
of which as a definition matter to me or probably need to matter to you, right? RSS is really, it's a text file that lives somewhere on the internet. It uses XML tags, which really basically all that means is it's a very well-structured document. So if all of these different distributors like Apple and Google and Spotify, they know when they go look at our document, they know what to expect. They've already agreed upon what tags are going to be there. So they know how they can modify them and translate them and make them look the way that you see them. So Captivate gave us this little website, this little address on the internet where our file lives. So if you actually were to type that website address into your search bar, https feeds.captivate.fm slash the what if project with hyphens in between, you would actually go to our podcast. It would take you there. And what's happening on that site is that's where the actual XML file is living. When we go to publish, there's a screen that we fill out where we tell it what our episode name is, what our episode number is. We put our episode description and all of that information in there. And it's essentially just a form that I'm filling out. And that information dumps into the XML file that lives at that website address. And it stacks on top of the old information, which is why when you go to that website address, you'll see our newest and then our, our most recent after that, and then our most recent after that. So it stacks on top. So two and then one and then zero is how it feeds in. And that's because it's reading it just like you would read a book. It's reading from top to bottom, left to right. All that information is collected into that XML file. And as soon as I hit publish, everybody that knows about that XML file, which is Spotify and everywhere that now is hosting or distributing our podcast, they're immediately alerted and they say, okay, now the, the newest one is up and running. And that information really kind of goes out instantaneously. The delay happens based on how long it kind of takes that secondary site, Apple and Google and Spotify, how long it takes them to just take our tags and translate them and make them look the way that they look when you use the different sites. Did that explain it, Tracy? I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm still missing something somewhere. No, I I mean, because I don't even think I understood it to that level, which which explains why it's called a feed. So that explains how it gets out to the other channels to that publish the podcast. Now, just in case somebody's wondering, because there are other ways to use RSS feeds besides in podcast, right? So they may have oh, heard yeah. of RSS so from websites or other things they may have dabbled in. I think RSS initially was used by a lot of like news websites. You want to go to CNN, but you only want to know celebrity news or something like you could go and you could just select that and then it would feed you sort of directly because what happens is because it it it's an immediate update. So the the latest and greatest information pushes out right away. So if you are really interested in what Jennifer Aniston was doing, or whatever celebrity you cared about every time CNN then would publish a story that was associated with that address with that web that XML file that lived in that location, then your whatever it was that you were using to pay attention to that information would give you it would pop up right away. Gotcha. As and soon then as possible. And then you took the RSS feed and plugged it into our Facebook page, correct? Correct. And that's how Facebook knows right away when our episode went out. So that was really interesting because remember I told you 
last week. I wasn't exactly sure how like it's sort of new. Well, the answer is it, it knows right away because it updates right away. So again, the lag time really has to do with the secondary site translating that information out of the XML file, putting it into whatever, however they want it to look when they give it to you. So Spotify had it basically right away. Audible had it pretty quick too. And then Facebook actually had it updated before Apple, before it popped up on Apple. And then Google was the last one, which I thought was actually (laughs) really interesting, but maybe it's because Google processes so much information. It just takes them a minute to work through everything. Okay, cool. So we're so fancy. We have an RSS feed on our Facebook page. Hello. We, We do. We do. So Captivate is associated with some of the really big distributors, right? Apple and Audible and Google and who's the of Spotify. But there are also a couple other ones, right? Like Pandora, I guess, also does a podcast and iHeartRadio, which is a really big one. And so I was thinking, you know what, I need to go in and manually and manually get our podcast on those sites too. And, and what's going to happen is I'm going to have to go over there, I'm going to have to set up an account, and I'm going to have to give it our RSS feed. And then once that happens, it's going to work just like it works with Captivate, because once those two things are associated, I've basically, I don't have to do any more work after that. Those links are going to do all the work for me. That's awesome. So it's an automated feed of whatever information you're pushing through. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yep. yep. Once, once the file is updated, then the tech just knows what to do. And what does RSS stand for again? Really oh simple really simple syndication or something hold yeah, on let me yeah. find my google search okay really simple syndicate i'm never going to remember that no i don't think you even ever need to <laughs> but that's what it means and we promised you that we were going to tell you what things mean that's what it means yes. and figure out how it worked because i didn't have a super solid understanding of how it worked either so i'm i'm glad that we did that research that's awesome rain tell us about the Instagram issue that we have had. (laughs) I didn't even know we were having an Instagram issue. And now Tracy has given me like this major hang up in my life. Instagram has reels, right? That's not a feature that I have ever used just in my own life. I just haven't ever played with it. So we and hold on, hold on timeout. So reels, in case anybody doesn't know, Melissa, 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 are you listening? I think Melissa knows about Reels. Melissa's like, Rain, how did you not know about Reels? That's true, because she's probably using it in her real estate business mm-hmm. or wants to. Uh, mm-hmm. I would want to use it in my real estate business. So essentially, everybody knows what TikTok is, right? Everybody knows what TikTok is. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't really know how to use it, but I know what it is. Mm-hmm. And so Reels to me was Instagram's answer to TikTok. They didn't mm-hmm. want people just bringing over your TikTok videos. They want you to have that native to Instagram or Facebook. So they created reels, which reels are different from stories, which are different from videos. If you want to get found on Instagram right now, like reels are the bomb.com, like Mm -hmm. seriously. So Tracy sends me a text message and Tracy says, I don't see reels on our Instagram account. And I was like, okay, let me look. So I went and sure enough, where the little reels icon is down at the bottom in the middle is just a regular old plus sign for to add stories or a post or whatever. 
And so I was like, okay, well, that's super weird. So I went, I have a couple other Instagram accounts on my phone and I went and I looked and on my personal account, I can do reels. And on the Instagram account that we set up for our cat, she can do reels. But <laughs> uh, for whatever reason, the What If Project does not have reels associated. And so now I've become completely obsessed. I do not understand. I've done some, I've done some internet research and basically they're like, okay, if you were traveling out of the country, maybe this was a problem, or maybe you should, you don't have the newest, you need to update your app. Neither of those things are true for me. I've sent a couple, and I'm when I say a couple, I mean, again, I can get obsessive. That is one of my toxic traits. So I have sent literally every single day, I have sent Instagram customer service that doesn't seem to really exist. I don't have this feature on my account. Can you please enable it? Thank you so much. But so far, nothing. And the only thing no that we, you did find is that at some point, which we didn't have a lot, thank goodness, but all any analytics were gone at just one day, like one day they were just, yes. they just disappeared, which would have just been a few weeks worth, but it was gone. Any information about how many post reach or anything like that, it, it was gone. So it looks like they Correct. did try to reset something, but it didn't work. Yes. It did. All of our analytics for orange, yellow, and green weeks are gone. It like, they like pop back up in blue. So the first three weeks of content is basically, it's still there. You can still see that people, you know, if somebody liked it or something, that's still there. But all of the insights that you can see on the back end of your account are gone. So yeah, somebody, I mean, they did something, but it didn't accomplish what we asked them to accomplish. So if anybody out there has any ideas, and I know Tracy, you reached out to some of your friends professionally and they gave us a couple of ideas also. Yeah, we none of do. which at this point have worked, but they said they, they would keep their kind of, you know, ear to the ground to see if they can find anything. The one thing we have not tried, and we've tried a couple of other things, we haven't tried completely uh, like uninstalling the Instagram app and then reinstalling the app so that's the next thing we could try. So right now we're troubleshooting our way through it and really just hoping that we can have reels. May but you know what? Maybe it's the universe trying to tell us you don't need reels right now because you got enough crap on your plate. <laughs> right. So I'm confident now that you have at the right time, it'll be there. It will. It'll just pop up one day and then we'll be so excited. I'll be so happy. Now you have done some stories for us though. Yeah, I haven't done any stories and I know that there have been some stories there. So will you tell us just super quickly, like what you're playing around with there? The stories that I've done are super simple and they're essentially just shares from other accounts. I may have shared one of our posts because you can you can share other content via stories. So we're following a bunch of accounts that are super fun that Rain has done that she's gone in and followed other accounts that are just super positive and rainbow and fun and there's some really cool content so i've shared a couple of those as mm -hmm. a story and which is really nice about stories is it'll just auto populate the background because they're just square images right so they don't fill out the full stories i haven't curated anything for stories i uh, haven't done any of that work it's just literally been a share so they plop in that little square graphic and then it gives it a an automatic background color and then you can add some text or some stickers or any little things to it and then hit um send and you can either 
you can send it to just your uh, Instagram stories or your Instagram and Facebook stories. So it gives you an option there. But that's it. That's all I've done. And what did you choose? I Which only, one did you choose? Did you send them? Only Instagram at that okay. point. I don't know. And at some that, point last week, I connected mm-hmm. our Facebook in, Instagram account because they were not connected previously. Mm-hmm. So I did not connect them previously because I know that you are very particular and you want to make sure that you're manually managing. Even if we're doing something on Instagram and you are going to take it to Facebook, you want to do that manually. So I didn't even bother doing that. But so were are you sharing things on our stories just to sort of like work that part of the account or are were you doing it because we had been following some people and they had some cute stuff and you were showing them some love no it was totally selfish it was to work the algorithm which is thus how i realized we didn't have reels yeah the best that anybody can tell right now like to to really work the instagram algorithm to the best of its ability is participate in all that it has to offer so Mm -hmm. do videos do your posts do your stories do your reels and that kind of is supposed to be the magic formula and so it's just playing around it's super easy to share not as easy to go curate your own stories and it's a little bit harder for us because the nature of our business we're not together all day long so yes totally selfish in nature sorry i really do love the content out there but my motives were purely what if selfish that's okay it can be a win-win like it can be both yeah and it was really like a what if we you know just start playing with this and seeing how it goes and then that's when i realized where's the reels button why is there no reels Mm -hmm. and i think i had watched a video Mm -hmm. because i really i i'm like a reels virgin and i was trying to you know like how do you do this and i had watched a video and then i'm like where the heck is my button where did it go why is it not here so sad okay so maybe so maybe maybe the non-existent instagram customer service will somehow help us or maybe it will just magically appear like you said when the universe is ready for us to have it (laughs) Okay, um, Linktree, for those of you who don't know what Linktree is, it is this super cool application that you, it's a free service. There is a pro version and a free version. We are using the free version. And what it does is it allows you on Instagram to, and it doesn't have to be on Instagram, but it essentially does is creates this little micro website for you where you can host a whole bunch of links. So Instagram only allows you to have one link in your profile. So if you just had a blog, naturally that would probably just go to your blog, to your website. We, A, we don't have a website yet. It's worth thinking about it. We're working on it, it's in the background. But we have a lot of other links that we want people to touch on. We want people to go to our Etsy account. We want people to go to our Facebook account. We want people to know about some of the products that we're using, some of the resources we're using. So Linktree makes that happen by giving you one place, you click on the Linktree link that's going to be in your uh, bio, and it'll open up and then the user can select from all these different buttons and, and links to choose from. So we were able to get that installed this week. It's really simple. You just go to linktr.ee, that's how it's spelled, Linktree dot com and then you can just set up your account from there it's very user friendly they do have a few options as far as customizations in the free version you're able to upload your logo 
uh, or a picture if you'd rather have a picture. And there's a few colors to choose from. If you do the pro account, there's a lot more customizations. So that might be something we talk about later, but definitely it's not necessary right now. So I just chose the white background with the pretty green buttons and then our bright pink dot logo is, is there at the top. So hopefully you'll go over to Instagram and check it out. Go see it. The Linktree link is in the bio. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that, Tracy, because that was a big deal. All right. So we wanted to touch base really quick about the uh, affiliate links. And Rain, you set up the first two of those. You want to tell us about that and the process how easy or difficult it was? So Captivate, I think that was the first one that we set up and it was very easy. I'm pretty sure there was just a like a link at the bottom of the Captivate page. There was no application process or anything, if I remember correctly, and I did not make great notes on this. So I'm totally relying on my memory, but I'm pretty sure it was just fill it out and then they just approved us immediately. Descript. We did have to fill out an application, but it was it was basically just a form. It was like how many and they did tell you you don't have to have a certain number of listeners or, you know, anything like that, but they wanted to know how you were going to tell people about Descript. And they did ask if there was something that would differentiate the way that we were using it. So I made an effort to point out that I was on a Windows based system, you were on a Mac based system. And so we would have a really unique perspective in that way. We had already uh, had a couple of hiccups just trying to follow the documentation that they had given us because I was trying to I was doing the initial prime recording and some of the tutorial videos weren't well suited for us. So that took a couple of days. And then they sent an email and they said, Okay, here you go. And both of the terms are pretty generous. I don't have the numbers in front of me if as um like for specifics or whatever, but as far as affiliate uh, income, I know that you were surprised that they were both fairly good returns. Gotcha. And then we did discover along the way by pure happy accident that Canva mm -hmm. has an affiliate link. And I can tell you in a hundred percent certainty that is it they have not always had one i don't know mm -hmm. how new or not new that is but i do know that they did not have one several years ago because i've been teaching classes at the community college on social media marketing for a while and i i always like i wish i had an affiliate link because i i talk about canva like 50 percent of the class so i know it's new because i've looked before and they did not have one so the mm -hmm. fact that they do is super cool there was a couple of questions that they were asking in 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 the application process that mm -hmm. I was like, I don't really know the answer to that. So I just decided to table it. There was some Etsy things that were burning at the minute that were more important, burning in mm -hmm. a great, wonderful way, not a bad way, and mm -hmm. that were more important. I was like, let me just table that for later and we'll come back to it. We'll stick a pen in it. And for anybody who's question mark, like, what are you talking about? An affiliate link is just that it's an it's you are affiliating yourself with that company that's selling that product and then you're going to get a little bit of a kickback sometimes when someone just clicks on it but definitely when somebody buys a product mm -hmm. so so if you use any of those or click on our affiliate links and subscribe let's say you subscribe to captivate through our affiliate link then we would get a little bit of a kickback which would be amazing yes for sure we would be very excited and thankful we would be very thankful if the ways that we talked to you about Captivate, how we were using them, what was working for us and whatnot, if you decided, hey, this does sound like it was good for me too, 
and if you followed our link so that we would both get some credit so that would be that's always nice absolutely so the last thing on our list for our tech segment was to talk about etsy (laughs) (laughs) grab your drinks ladies i'm like where's my water (laughs) seriously you're you're gonna you're gonna have this whole conversation about etsy with just water nothing stronger (laughs) maybe we can meet later (laughs) <laughs> we could run up to the Mexican place and have us a margarita. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, when we say that, like it was like a bad thing. It was totally not a bad thing. And all in all, it was a really great experience. Rain and I have never had our own Etsy shop in the past. Mm-hmm. So that was not a, an, an avenue either of us have ever gone down before. I thought about it a couple of times, but never done it. It was all brand new to us. In our research, at some point, we saw or thought that you would need to have your PayPal set up because that was what you were going to need, um, which didn't turn out to be true. So that was a first misnomer. At no point in the process did we need PayPal, but we do have a PayPal account now should we need it. So essentially, here's what we did. We had our printables, which were our Thanksgiving games. And we knew we wanted to get them up onto an Etsy shop, and those were going to be in three different listings. There would be one listing that was a four game single player, another listing would be a four game multiplayer, and then the third listing was going to be an 11 game. You get the whole ultimate bundle. So we had the actual printables finished like they were done they were sitting in canva they were ready to be downloaded but they were all in their individual files so that's how everything was living in canva then we had a separate file that was the instructions and rain had started that then i added my instructions to it so all 11 game instructions were on one file or in one file so i opened the computer we sat down for etsy uh, one night got as in and it took me a minute to figure out where do you even go to start an etsy shop so that was the first thing i had to figure out that was not like super like in your face i had to dig for it a little bit and now to be honest with you i don't remember where i ended up i think by reading a article from etsy like a how-to and then they had a link in there that's how i ended up on the right site to start building the shop it asked for some basic information which was easy got to the point there then it was said okay now you're ready to upload your first listing i was like don't like i was like man so then it was already pretty late at night and i i pushed the pause button and said i'm gonna come back to this later and at that point came back to the next day and realized okay every single piece that is needed to get this etsy shop done as far as the listing is concerns needs to happen. So what that looked like was taking all of the files. So each game is a file and I needed a PNG. So a PNG is a photo file format. It's a little mm-hmm. bit higher resolution than what you would automatically get with a, a JPEG or another photo file format. And you can download your pictures from Canva as a PNG, which I did for each of those files. And then they had to be re-uploaded back into Canva into your uploaded photos. So then you could work with them as a photo 
in a new design and because what we wanted to do was create a flat lay and a flat lay if you're not familiar with that term essentially just it's just a photograph that somebody's taken i know you've seen them if you've ever been on etsy or pinterest and, and normally it'll have like a, a nice pretty background and it might have some other little objects in the photo but basically it's where the camera is looking straight down and it's taking a picture and that's why it's called a flat lay we wanted to create the cover graphics and then the instagram listing artwork so if you ever go to um, etsy you're going to be able to see several photos of the product that you're going to buy so that's what we had to create was those graphics so one is a cover art so that would be the forward facing one so if you're just looking at all of our etsy listings um, or you're looking in a search it's that one one graphic that you're looking at that we're for a lack of better word and i don't know etsy's official terms that's our cover graphic for that listing and then you can have several other graphics as well so then became creating that which remember it wasn't just one piece each right. the, the bundles had four and then and the other one had four and then one had 11. so i can tell you that <laughs> took and i'm i am pretty darn good at using canva and and pretty seasoned in that and it took a really really long time so basically conservatively from 9 30 p.m till about 2 30 a.m is the time just spent on creating those graphics um and, and artwork and so that was only for i think just for the one pack i could be wrong it might have been two I, I i'm a little foggy on that so my first piece of advice would be if you're setting up an <laughs> etsy store um, right. an etsy shop which is essentially pretty simple and user-friendly once you get there is whatever your first product is keep it super simple like just and maybe your first four or five products and they actually recommend and they tell you as you're going through steps they really like you to do 10 items which if we would have done single page printables mm -hmm. that would have taken as long as it did to do just the one listing honestly right. so we the other thing we were starting off fresh with that we did not have going into that was our description so each etsy listing can have a description and it normally when you're doing digital files it'll have the description for the actual product and then it'll go into the details about a digital download and so it's things like colors on your your monitor may not match exactly please acknowledge that this is a file that you're getting you're not getting a physical product in the mail we don't do returns things like that so that's all of like the technical stuff is in like the second part of your description and then of course you have to have a title and a price photos as we have already mentioned you can use up to 10 photos in your etsy listing then there are some other items and of course this was new i didn't know what it was going to ask or what we'd be able to put in it asks who created the product the mm -hmm. second question was, is this a completed project or a completed design or product or something like that? And then the last question was, when was it made? And then you're able to talk about uh, a category and you can establish your own categories. And Rain and I had talked about that because in some of the research she had done, it suggested having at least three categories. Mm -hmm. And so right now we only have two and those are fun and games and inspiration. You can apply tags. I'm not gonna to talk too much about tags here because we can get in the weeds with that, where basically you're just giving it a different way for people to search and you can apply 14 of those, I believe. 
So it keeps going and you just answer all the questions that it has for you. The most important one, is this a digital product? And so you want to make sure you say yes Mm -hmm. to that one. And it's also going to ask you the orientation of that product. At some point it asks that and that's about it. So once all those are ready and installed in the listing, then you're ready to hit publish. But because you haven't finished setting up your Etsy shop, it's they're like, just kidding. Mm-hmm. It's not really going to publish because now we're going to finish setting up your shop. So I think that they do that to keep people from just setting up the shop and never do anything with it. Sure. You have to be committed to having some listings first and getting that mm-hmm. in there. And then they let you finish setting up the shop. So then it asked for our, our it asked about shipping. So mm-hmm. don't be freaked out by that because uh, it'll eventually realize, even though you can set up your shipping as a default, your shipping information, later on, it'll recognize, okay, this is a digital product and we don't need to talk anymore about shipping. Mm-hmm. It's going to want the account that money is going to go into. So the money you're going to get paid out of Etsy and that you're going to receive. So it wants that account information. So that was a bank account. So then it wanted to know like our LLC information. I had to, I had to call Rain and I'm like, I need the last four of your social and this and that. And it just kept mm-hmm. asking more and more questions. That was a pain in the butt. And one of the things I, I realized, which it could have been on my end, but it was, it to me, it was clunky. Like you had to wait and make sure that everything had populated before you pushed a button because it was like, just kidding. Now wait a few more seconds and then push the button. I experienced that several times where I thought it was ready and I was ready to hit go or yes or whatever. And then it would be like, no, I wasn't ready for you yet. And so then you sit there and wait. So that's what I mean by a little clunky. So it asking for the bank account information was, I wasn't quite expecting that. And as Rain already said, she was out of town. And so, mm-hmm. and she had our, our bank account information at her house. So I was very fortunate enough to be able to get into her house and get the bank account information <laughs> so I could finish filling out that portion. Then it wanted to know, okay, now that we know what your LLC is and your bank account that you're going to be used to receive funds from Etsy, how are you going to pay Etsy? Mm-hmm. So now it wanted a credit card. I was like, crap, we don't have our credit cards yet for our new account because we just did this on Wednesday. They haven't come yet. Mm-hmm. But thankfully we still had our original account, which was not a business account. We had that open and that account was still active. And so we had the debit card. So it was able to use that debit card. So every time you make a listing, it's 20 cents. And then when that expires, you would have to do another 20 cents. Every time it every time it is renewed, or you sell the product that's in there and it goes up again, it's another 20 cents. So how long does it, like, how long does a product last? When will it expire? If it, so I think it's two two options. Either it's there and it sells. And so then that is the same as expiring. So it it has expired because it has sold. Or if it's just sitting there and it does, and nobody buys it, the cutoff date was March. So I don't know how long that is. That was our expiration date. Okay. And you said you could set it to either manually renew or automatically renew. And I guess that's, that's right. because every time you sell it, if it expires, if you're doing heavy sales, you'll have to go in and manually, 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 or you just let it do it by itself. Exactly. So I did okay. select automatic renewal on mm-hmm. that was the radio button that I had chosen on those. And then 
The other thing that I forgot to mention was the quantity. So you were able to set the quantity, which I was a little, I don't know what the right answer is. So our Thanksgiving printables, I had set the quantity for 50. I don't know why I picked the number 50. I mean, it's a digital product. We can sell as much of it as we want. So the Thanksgiving ones I did one way with the quantity of 50 each, but then I did, we have, have uploaded a few more printables. And so mm -hmm. those I've all, all of those I've done is one quantity each. And I really just wanted to see the difference in what it looks like. So it was part of the experiment to play mm -hmm. around with it a little bit. And Tracy, do you think that Melissa needs an explanation on radio buttons? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Our, a radio button is a little button that you can push and select uh, digitally. That's what a radio button is. Radio yes. button 101. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. At that point, got the debit card information of how we're going to pay Etsy to have our listings there. And then it wanted to go through some security measures. I think that was the very last steps. The security measures that they wanted to take you through really was they didn't give you any options. <laughs> so it's kind of funny to me, like, then why are we talking about this if I don't have any options? But they wanted to set up two-factor authentication. Mm -hmm. And so there was no opt-out of that two-factor, mm -hmm. which is a huge pain in the behind. Mm -hmm. So I had to use my cell phone number. But the cool part about what they did is, you know, and they said every time you you log in fresh to your Etsy account, they're gonna want your two factor authentication, which mm -hmm. I'm just like, Ugh. but I mean they're trying to protect us. Mm -hmm. I, I I appreciate that. Full disclosure, I have literally had no involvement in Etsy other than I have been in there and I looked at it and it was pretty. You've done a really nice job. It's really pretty, and I do like that you've got on the cover art you've used i don't even know what it's called i guess at the bottom there it's like a chunk of color and you're using our branding colors obviously but you've done orange for thanksgiving and then i saw some pink for some of the printables and some yellow for some other of the printables and i don't know if you were just playing around or what your rationale was but it looks really pretty when you go into the store then because you see it all it's very cohesive like you can still tell that it all belongs together but it does differentiate it a little bit so i thought that was a lot of fun but it definitely sounds like it sounds like a lot of the headache with etsy was a we had to get the store set up which we hadn't done so that took a lot of time and patience and then because like you told me over the weekend in some ways we really did it to ourselves because we chose such a complex product to put up and then we ha we hadn't thought through the fact that we needed all of those pieces of art to support them so all of the pngs and re-uploading and getting them all into place i would say you definitely took one for the team this weekend because it was like i actually sort of felt bad from afar like as you were sort of going through everything <laughs> because i thought man that it's just it was a lot it, i could tell i could tell it was a lot just from the little bit of information that you were sort of passing my way i could tell it was a lot i'm not gonna lie it was a lot but in all fairness you had completely took the whole like captivate and podcast producing portion under your your wing so maybe we're close to even now <laughs> She's like, I, well, no, I, no, we're not. No, no, I'm, no, I'm not at all. What I was going to say is I think it's, I mean, I definitely think it's balanced and I'm glad that you did it because I don't know that I would have, like, because I'm not as proficient also in those things, you know, like doing the cover art because you also, so Tracy has also come up with most of what you see that's associated with what if as far as our brand stuff. 
our Facebook cover photo, our little logo, our little pink dot that runs around all over the internet right now, which I love her. She's super sweet. And I like seeing her when I encounter her on the interwebs. But you have come up with like our tip of the day. You're the one who put that little format together. And that would have taken me a really long time. And I don't even, I don't think even if I had put in two or three or four times the amount of time that you, I, and I don't know how long it did take you, but I don't feel like it would have been as strong an outcome on the other side of it either. So I do really appreciate all of the effort and the skill that you have brought in that capacity as well. Well, thank you. I feel very accomplished. I'm not going to lie. Like I do. I feel like I was super, when, when it finally got to the point and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, for real, you're finally finished and we're really going to publish this now. I was like, <laughs> I, holding my breath, like, are you sure you're not going to ask like for my blood, my blood type? Right. Like, and so when it finally published and I could see it there for the first time, which when you do that, by the way, at that mm-hmm. point, it's just so your listing goes up but i i want to think at that point so none of the cover art as far as like the shop cover art or your shop logo so then that still had to happen so that hadn't been done yet so it was there and it looked good but it wasn't until i got through the steps of actually like putting the that shop cover art that rain was talking about that is very similar to our facebook page and just while we're talking about it our etsy shop is not the what if project it is the what if studio so if you mm-hmm. go searching and looking for us it is the what if studio which i think is super fun um pretty excited about that i did put so on the, go ahead is it the what if studio or is it the what if project studio so it is the the actual name of our shop is the what if studio okay but i did but, put on the cover art it does say the okay. what if project studio because I did want anybody coming over from like our social media to identify with the what if project, the mm-hmm. ra- the circle dot is there. So you see that it's the same. It's the same thing. Okay. That makes sense. I, I just pulled it up and it, I mean, it's just making me smile. I it's, mm. it does exactly what our social media does. I mean, it's just so I'm trying to show rain on camera. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. so pretty. I love it. So one of the other assignments that I had that I did not execute until this morning was I did want to buy one of our products and just go through the seller process or the buyer process. So mm-hmm. I wanted to know exactly what the buyer's experience would be, which I would recommend that for any anything. If you use a swipe or whatever, like whatever your buyers go through, you need to go through that process yourself so you mm-hmm. can understand and be able to answer questions later on. Mm-hmm. So I did purchase our ultimate 11 game bundle mm-hmm. and thank you tracy yeah i was our first sale Yay! so it, we have one sale in there so that's pretty cool what it did and after i purchased it which was super super easy super user friendly as a buyer but what it did was that say the sale of that item bumped it from where it was at the bottom because it was one of the first three that I posted, it's now at the top of our shop. So it actually moved it around in our shop format, which is cool. And Rain talked about the colors that I had used. So the Thanksgiving printables each have, there's three of them. And so there was, they're all orange and it's our brand orange. And then the next three I did pink and our brand pink, uh, it's just for it's a little piece of the cover art. And then I did three yellow. I was just trying to be like consistent with the colors mm-hmm. so that I was imagining one day 
then all of the colors would be there. And I didn't know if they would move around, but this answers that question. So if somebody goes in and buys something, it's going to move it up to the top of the shop. I love it. The other thing, when I first set up the account, I had put Tracy on it. And so I was able to go back in and edit that and put, I put Rain and Tracy, because I also put a, a picture of the two of us. And the reason why it's Rain and Tracy, because Rain is on the left and I'm on the right. So it's just left to right is my rationale in that. But everything else seems to be really pretty user-friendly. Want to get back into Etsy because that was another thing. I had such a hard time finding the place where you build your account. I was like, let me make sure I can get back in here. So I logged Um, out and then tried to log back in. And so I was like, is there like a special page to go to as a shop owner? But there's not. You just go to Etsy and then in your account, there's a little like drop down where you can like manage my store. So there's a little manage button there at the top. And then it takes you to a whole back end. That's where your back end piece lives. Okay. I'm glad you said that because honestly, I was when I was looking at our page earlier, I was wondering the same thing because I saw that there was a sale and I thought, oh, I wonder if this is Tracy because you said that you were going to go in and you were going to do it. I will tell you also just for your information, the two printables that you put up this afternoon, the um, imaginative and the precious. That was yesterday. That was yesterday that you did that. I saw them today. Yes. Sorry. But my... My soon-to-be 13-year-old daughter helped me design those last night, and she is, like, all into those, like, the I am statement words. She's loving them. Like, she's totally loving them. And my other third, almost soon-to-be 13-year-old is having a little bit of a rough several days, and so she was like, we need to make her a printable. And so I think, and I was like, okay, well, which one should we, you know, what should we do? And she was like, I don't know. We need to do one that's all in black. I was like... (laughs) That's not really on a, on brand for us. <laughs> we can go over in our personal account and do that if you want to do something like that. And to me, you know, one of the things we talk about is encouraging and encouragement and that sort of stuff. And so I am very encouraged by the fact that she is so into it. She's really excited for us. And she like she's all in our Instagram and liking our stuff all the time, which I think is super sweet. But she's also really into what we're making. And she's contributing ideas in a way that is exciting to me because I feel like, okay, we must be on to something. One of the reasons recurring themes that we keep coming back to is our kids, Mm -hmm. which really makes a whole lot of sense. It's just, Mm -hmm. it really interesting because I don't think we necessarily, we did know it would be a a tent post. Like we we did know that like our family involvement and our family being really central to our project, but I don't think necessarily involved. I don't think we had thought about that. At least I didn't in that aspect. We wanted it to support them and be a supporting role, mm-hmm. but their involvement we, was unexpected to me. And so this reoccurring theme keeps happening where we really want to use what we're doing to really support our kids. And mm-hmm. oh, Rain had a Instagram or social media post, this little cartoon that she had designed those are Sunday Sun- comics. Oh, that's right. The Sunday comics. That's right. That's how we end our, our week. Yeah. Yes. And so the the one that was in ye- week yellow, the yellow week, which if you don't know what we mean by like yellow week, purple week, whatever, just go check out our Instagram account and you will see the fabulousness. <laughs> yes. It is getting so exciting over there. In yellow week, she had a, the Sunday social media cartoon that said, today is your day to shine. And it's so cute. And it's this little girl wearing a crown and she's standing on this like yellow brick road. It's so cute. And at some point in time, she decided to print that 
as a little surprise for mm-hmm. her daughter. Mm-hmm. And you you print it out and you put it in her room. Because I remember you texted me and said, I'm excited to see if she notices it or what she says when she mm-hmm. sees it. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about it and I wanted to test the eight and like I wanted to test how it would print. So we were having that conversation between eight and a half by 11 paper and eight by 10 frame and all of that sort of stuff. Then we started talking about repurposing content and all of that. But you said something that was it was your words that triggered me to do it really we want them to be the kind of thing that you can go in and you say okay i'll print this one today and maybe i'll print this one in a couple of days like we want it to be an easy enough purchase but to have the kind of value for your money that you can swap it out right maybe you buy this cartoon this week or maybe you buy this word the next week because you're trying to encourage your child or support your child or sort of in different ways and when you said that i thought oh my gosh what a great idea i can print this out for her and put it in her room and I'll see what she thinks and see the other thing about that actually Tracy is that is the first one when I was designing that one she sat down on the couch with me and she really she was like oh I think that's really cute I love that and so she contributed to that and that was the first one that she sat down with me and did and so there, there were a couple layers to it and so I thought okay let me see what happens here and so I think you had actually sent me a picture of it framed Mm-hmm. I think I yes mm-hmm. and I was so excited I was like oh my gosh yes and so she rain just used a, a picture frame she already had she didn't go out and buy something special I I know mm-hmm. she didn't because she didn't have enough time because <laughs> from the time she printed it <laughs> and true. So it was something she could use already around the house and was able to print it out and then have that something unique and special um and fun for her child and and so my point and even bringing all this up was this recurring thing of coming back to the kids mm-hmm. and how important it is to us as moms. And I don't do as good a job of it as I should. I definitely don't do as good a job as I did when I did not have a full-time job. I can tell you that mm-hmm. when I was able to just be mom, mm-hmm. uh, no, I want to say just be mom. That's like the most terrible statement ever. When I was able to be full-time mom all the time and really focused on my kids in that way that I'm, I'm not right now, to be totally honest and realizing oh, there's so much fun stuff we could do that's really simple. But then if we build that into our business, we get to share it with others and then they get to do it with their their children. And I'm just so encouraged that how like, these business decisions that we intentionally did not make as part of our experiment, we that was the intentional, but how there are these themes that are organically coming to the surface that are the, the next right steps for us. And I am just so encouraged and motivated by that. So I just wanted to say that out loud. And I would say also when you said just, you were talking about being just a mom, I I don't think, I think anyone who is a mom and then anything else understands that, but it's, there is a difference between when you sort of only have to wear your mom hat most of the day versus I have to wear my mom hat right now and I have to wear my employee hat right now and I have to wear whatever is that the, the big roles that we have to play in our life. I'm, I miss being only a mom, and I don't mean that that, it, that was the easiest. That was not the easiest, but it was when I was able to just basically focus. I mean, I got up in the morning, and everything that I did was in order to support that hat, and it, it does get a lot harder. And so I agree with you. I'm really enjoying finding these ways to engage with our kids, the games, like the Thanksgiving games, the Christmas games that we're getting ready to do, like we played those like you said with our children and we want you to play games with your kids because they're fun and it's so easy it's so easy to spend 
five minutes playing a game, you know, no matter like if you have some time in between when you when the rolls go in the oven and the mac and cheese is still cooling <laughs> off, you could play a couple, you could do a Mad Libs, you could do a five minute A to Z or something. And those are the things that your kids are going to remember. Like those are the memories that are important. And those are the things that we're trying to facilitate in our own lives and also in the lives of the women that we are trying to support and encourage. Yeah. And I mean, that right there, what you just said, that was right. I was sitting here thinking is the reason why this is organically bubbling to the surface is because mm-hmm. Melissa is out there experiencing some of what we're experiencing right now as professional moms trying to create a business. Mm-hmm is that it's very easy for our family to to be neglected during this time because we are throwing so many hours at this project just like melissa and her endeavor would have to throw a lot of time and effort even if it's even if it's an incremental and and little baby steps it's still time that you have to take away from Mm -hmm. something that time is coming from somewhere and so i know for us that has looked like some of our family time. And so I have to figure out a way to be super intentional to build that back in or the smaller amount of time that I have to be with my family, it has to be really on point. So I think seeing that organically bubble up because A, it's a need in our own lives, but it's going to directly support the women like Melissa that mm-hmm. we are trying to reach. Like the like she is our target audience and we want to support her and we know she's going to need that she's going to need a way because her family is her top priority Mm -hmm. there's nothing more important than her family this building a business is really super important but it's not more important than her family and instead of her getting discouraged and quitting because how you know how many times i i have started something and then let it go because something got in the way other things came up or i got discouraged or disappointed and so if we can be proactive about that and help support her in that way and whatever other ways organically come to the surface i think that would we're really hitting the nail on the head yes and staying true to our vision it's checking all of the boxes that are important to us to check so i think that segments so nicely into a a point that we definitely wanted to make before we leave today and that is 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 just an expression of our own our own gratitude. So I I just want to publicly say first of all how thankful I am for for you Rain for just being my ride or die friend for mm-hmm. so many years and it's been a lot of of starts and stops. There's been a lot of pauses along in the years, but mm-hmm. we've always been able to come back to each other and now in a way like I'm so, no more pauses allowed, friend. <laughs> so, yeah. so first, I'm just so thankful. I'm, I wish there was a word that was more than thankful. And I'm just so super thankful for my, my family. First of all, I am taking a lot of time away from them. I'm still working at my professional career eight to 10 hours a day and then mm-hmm. in doing this. So obviously there is a lot of time them devoting to it, but they have been troopers. They really, mm-hmm. really have. And I'm really thankful too for like the, all the times that the stuff didn't work out. And that's really something I don't think even probably a year ago I would have said. I'm really thankful for the missteps, the perceived failures, because I, I can look back at them now with a whole different fresh perspective and am really encouraged by them instead of being discouraged by them. I'm really thankful for the history and what led us to here today, both individually and together. 
you did a really good job there, Tracy. (laughs) I certainly can't say anything more strongly or better than you did about the nature of our relationship for sure. And yes, the challenges balancing family and professional and then working this business the way that we're both excited to be working it, but it is very consuming at this stage of the game. So it is, for me, it's a lot of long days on the computer and not as much sleep as I generally prefer. But I know that it's just incredibly labor intensive on the front end. And I really, of course, I tell myself this about every single thing, but I really do believe that in a few weeks, it'll be a little bit better. And like you said as well, I'm grateful for everything that's come before. We talk about how did we fail successfully and, you know, being grateful for the lessons that those things have given us. I'm grateful for the fact that we have a real tribe of people, a community of people who are excited for us, who are listening to us, who are being very supportive, who are sharing our content, who are reaching out and saying, I listened to your podcast and it was really cool or thanks for telling us about this and Tracy's experiences and my experiences of what they're listening to and what they're responding to have been a little different, which is good because it tells us, okay, we are on the right track. Like doing this sort of umbrella podcast where we're talking a little bit about this, a little bit about this, a little bit about this, a little bit about this. We're hitting all of those things that, that our tribe of Melissa's need to hear. And, you know, they want us to talk about. All right. Is there any other gratitudes? you would like to throw out there? Not that I can think of right offhand, Tracy. Okay, so I have a surprise for you. Okay. Oh, that's right. You, you promised about the surprise. I, I did. I totally did. I'm not even lying. Okay, so I'm going to see if you can try to guess what this is by just me opening. I'm going to try to keep it out of the frame. She, okay. She, she can see me. I can. I'm looking down. But so this is... Oh, it sounds awesome. All right. So that's the the box. Okay. And then I don't know. Is it coming out of one of those hard white plastic? Like where you have to pop it out? You're, Is that you're, the packaging? You're close. Okay. It's not hard plastic. Okay. All right. And then let's see if this kind of gets a... You know what that sounded? Mm, I don't okay. know. All right. Here. This is the front of the box. Awesome. It's a card game. 1990s a decade of trivia i love it and so one of the oh, things no. We... <laughs> oh no oh no oh ellie's gonna give us some sound effects i love it thank okay. you ellie. all right i'm so, unprepared you are not prepared because you were not expecting this but i have a feeling you're going to do really well at this if not we'll go on to the next question but we're okay. going to close out this episode with a little bit of 1990s trivia because right. if you haven't noticed our whole brand is kind of associated with all things fun in 1990s so Question number one, Rain, mm-hmm. and I may sing a little bit of this for you. No, uh, no. <laughs> I wish she would. I, I wish she would. Embarrassing. Ellie said I'm embarrassing. Mm-hmm. What band had the hit song, I Saw the Signs? Ace of Yeah, Ellie's even got it. I bet she doesn't know the answer to this question, though. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I do. What? Magic Blue Pill was released in 1998. Is that Viagra? <laughs> yes. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. No, nope. Listen, nope. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. All right. Maybe we'll do two more. 
Okay. What small dolls with crazy spiked hair became extremely trolls. popular? Yeah. Ding, 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 oh. trolls. Very good. Oh. And then they got rebranded and re-released for our daughters. Okay, one more. One more. Oh, man, I, have to, I can only pick one today. Today, yes. Yeah, so we can make this a recurring theme. I was going to see if there was any more. This is an easy one, and I can okay. sing. Okay. Not well, though. Not that I can sing any of them really well. <laughs> what epic movie starring ellie shh, don't say anything i may or may not have allowed my child to watch this movie recently but we did uh -huh. fast forward through the naughty parts okay, okay. most of them most. what epic movie starring leonardo dicaprio and kate winslet won the oscar best Picture 1987 titanic, titanic. <laughs> i will not try to sing the titanic song you know what though there we go there we go Okay, I just have the vision of Leo turning to a cube of ice and sinking to the bottom of the sea. Yeah, so we actually went to bed before that happened and Kevin finished watching the movie. So Ellie did ask me the next morning, like what actually happened? So I had to explain that. That was gotcha. super fun. All right. So 1990s, a decade of trivia card game. Thank you very much. I don't even know where I bought this now. I've had it for a week or so and I've been dying to break it out. I'm very excited. So, I definitely think that we should, maybe we can open with that because we've been talking about putting a game in the front end or something. So we can do some trivia. I saw a mention of Dixie Chicks earlier. It's bringing back Ooh. all kinds of memories. Now they're just the chicks though. Oh, well, that's sad. I mean, I, know, out, I guess I do know why, but. Yeah, they took out the Dixie. They put out the Dixie part. All right, so is there any last, I, I, I actually have already realized there was one thing that I did forgot to mention and that was some Pinterest. We will just save that for next time. That's just a whole other conversation. Yes. I didn't come back to Pinterest. We can talk about that later. I feel like this is almost two episodes of content anyway. We may have to like break this into 3A and 3B, which is fine. That's totally fine. It's all, it's good that we have so much to talk about. All right, anything else? I'm sure there's a lot of things else, but not for the podcast, not right now. All right. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap.